podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everybody and welcome back to another live episode of the Dream Team Tonic podcast. Uh, fitting, fitting little intro there with the Aguero, Aguero after City. Doing the treble last night, lovely scenes, some uh, I think deserved, over overdue deserved celebrations for City. I think they've been probably the best team in Europe for a good three, four years and they definitely deserve that first European trophy. So fair play to City. I'm Tony. I'm a Park City fan. <laughs> and with me, and with me, <laughs> with me this week, as usual, is James, all the way from Venezuela. Hola. Hola, Tony. Hola. Buenos dias. Or buenos dias for you. Well, yeah, it is. It is. Uh, it's knocking on a little bit for us now. Had a nice big chat beforehand as well. Um, ben, are you there? I'm here, mate. You're right. All the way from sunny Middlesbrough. Aye. Smoggy land. Yeah. A smoggy land. Um, yeah. End of season. Uh, we got to the point where the points tally have stopped. It's done. The leagues are finished. Um, so, yeah. Uh, it's been another good season. Another enjoyable season. Um we're not going to go through our teams. We're just going to go through our final ranks and how we've done, how you felt the season's gone. Ben, you can go up first, mate. Right. Um, my um, podcast team, it finished 2.6K. Um, not a bad season, I suppose, but I could do a lot better than that, I reckon. Um my best team finished 188th, which um, was, uh, to tell you the truth, all my teams had a really poor start to the season. Yeah. Um, but once, the, luckily, with the uh, wild card or the unlimited transfers in um, December, managed to get a full Newcastle blocking for my best team. So I had five Newcastle at the back, and that yeah. got my team rolling because I. Um, it was miles back, hundreds of thousands back. So I've got it up to 188. So I'm pretty happy with that. I wanted top 100, but like you say, I had a bad start. So, yeah, so that's not too bad. Not too bad. And James, how did you fare, mate? I, I can see that. I had a shocker. Uh, um, yeah, I mean... Poor start to the season. Then, then I, then I was, I was nailing it for a few months. And then, of course, um, the move to Venezuela distracted me somewhat. Um, so, yeah, my pod team finished three thousand nine hundred and sixty seventh, and my highest was three thousand seven hundred and forty, which is poor. Um, I will up my game next year. Um, no. Well, I'm here now. I'm in Ven- I'm in Isla de Margarita, so uh, no distractions. Um, 
lots of pre-season planning to come. Um, I'm gonna. No, this. Uh, I'm not going to put in Liverpool, as many Liverpool blocks this year <laughs> and Spurs blocks. Um, I'm, I'm going to mix it up a bit, so um, give myself a bit more of a chance. That was a massive mistake. I was so convinced those two defences would be good. Um, it was, and it was disastrous, really. I mean, the, the other the other players were all sort of the ones that you everyone would pick, yeah. but getting on the right defence. If you get that wrong, you, you are absolutely screwed. And you, you've got 10 teams, so there's no reason not to mix it up a bit more. Um, certainly a lesson. And I can't, looking back, I'm thinking, why did, why? I was so blinkered by possibly, um, well, being a Liverpool fan, you know, you, you, you don't expect to see such a massive drop off as I saw. And of yeah. course, I was convinced, Anto- I've said this before, Anto- Antonio Conte, I thought, right, he's going to get he's going to get it right this year. You know, he's Italian manager, he knows how to organise the defence. But the, the truth is, when you've got Eric Dyer and um, um, Sanchez to work with, you're screwed. Even, even a top manager like Conte can't uh, polish that turd. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, as well, James, we've said this before, I think that car- uh, the uh, Community Shield, when you beat Man City at the start of the season, that mm. like changed everybody's opinion and thinking, oh, Liverpool's yeah. going to do well this year. And yeah. instead of going City, they went Liverpool defence. Yeah. So you went all Trent, didn't you? You didn't go for Cancelo. because I had Trent every side. Every side. Because mm. he has been nailed for years and years. I mean, the end of the season, I'm strangely, I think I might still put him in next year. Because mm-hmm. of his new position, because yeah. um, uh, he he did finish the season quite strongly, um, yeah. so I, I do think I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go completely the other way. I think that would be a mistake, but gonna mix certainly mix it up a bit more, and um, yeah, I will, I'll, I'll have a few more city in there, but um, that's always a challenge, isn't it, to see to know who's gonna start, but we'll see. Yeah, lots of pre-season planning to come. It'd be, it'd be a good shout, Trent. Obviously, you're going to be playing in the Europa League. I won't play the anthem because I don't want the uh, podcast to get banned again. But um, obviously, whoa, playing against... whoa. <laughs> don't, don't do you can't it. get banned for singing it. Um, but <laughs> I just think, obviously, Liverpool would be a big fish in that pond. Um, very talented side. And like I say, Trent's new position. I think you'd be. Yeah, uh, pretty much a shoo-in for next season. Yeah. Uh, obviously, depending on his price, it'd be nice for his price to come down a little bit as well. Um, yeah. But I think they'll uh, take all that into consideration and still price him pretty well, pretty high. But I thought the, the conversation we had just before we started about Tony was, was saying um, no Spurs and Chelsea next season in Europe. Um mm. And then we started talking about Harry Kane being like normally a shoe in for your teams. It's going to be an interesting season. Eight teams yeah. in uh, in Europe. Um, but w- what are you going to do with Harry Kane? I mean, normally he would be first name on the team sheet, wouldn't he? But, you know, no Europe. Um, it's going to mix it up a bit, I think. Yeah, definitely. We don't even know where he's going to be next year. So it's, it's going to be interesting. That's true. Yeah. He might be in Madrid. I know, yeah. Honestly, though, if I were Harry Kane, I'd be 
that first flight to Madrid. Would you? Uh, honestly, forget Trophy. that Premier League record. I, I swear to God, just go and get some trophies, mate, because he deserves them. Mm. He deserves them. He, he, he's been one of the best strikers in Europe for X amount of years now. And if he finished his career with no trophies, he'd be an absolute, just be a travesty. He's just, you can't, shame you can't fathom that, can you? In a way, it'd be a shame if he if he does if he does leave Spurs because um, we won't then have the, the the pleasure of him trying to pronounce the new manager's name, which, to be honest, I'm even struggling with. Posticoglu, yeah. Yeah. Um, where what do what do we reckon about that appointment? Anyone can do it in Scottish League, can't they? I reckon I could manage Celtic to a treble. <laughs> Brendan Rodgers did. He nearly had the exactly. treble treble. He left, he <laughs> left, he left, he left like two months before the end of the third treble. And the Celtic fans hate him for it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, all I seen was a uh, Postecoglou, is it called? Uh, Swatting around in a Rangers shirt. You are. I've seen, Im- I- I seen images of uh, Postecoglou from his younger days uh, wearing the Rangers shirt. Oh, no, right. Apparently all, all Celtic fans are hating now. Um, yeah. Whether that were photoshopped, I don't know, but yeah, it didn't look good. It didn't look good on his part. Have you seen but, yeah. um, that picture of um, Julian Alvarez versus Harry Kane? No. You were talking about... No trophies like Alvarez has already got eight trophies compared to Harry Kane he's won the World Cup the Cup <laughs> he's won the Champions League the, the South American Champions League the Premier League the FA Cup and uh, two other trophies I don't even recognize probably from the Argentinian League he's literally won everything he's played in I mean it shows doesn't it and how old is Alvarez? 23? He didn't 24? even play last night either. <laughs> He's 23. It just just shows that I mean you can't we all we all slag players off for lack of loyalty and, and other things, but I mean, even if Kane had left probably what two years ago, I don't think you could ever slag him off for lack of loyalty. Mm. Uh, I think he's give Spurs is all and they just can't quite get to that trophy win inside you've got to move on ain't you it's like a little bit like uh i don't know if you've seen the scenes of like jack Grealish uh, last night after winning champions league with yeah. city and and as a boy and as a brummy he's he's obviously he's a boiled villa fan he loves villa to bits um but he knows his talent and the, and the, and his ability and all the hard work he's put in. He wants to go to the very top, and unfortunately for him, he couldn't do that with Villa. And unfortunately for Villa, they couldn't offer him that. He's got to move on, and he did the right. He made the right decision. He's gone to he's gone to City, and now he's won the best, the biggest accolade in European football you could have. He's gone and won the Champions League with City. He would never, ever have got that at Villa. Mm. Ever. It doesn't matter how long he played, no matter how, uh, how dedicated he is. He's a top player, top 
dedicated professional and he's going to win one of the biggest prizes in football by making that move. And Harry Kane, I do believe, if he doesn't, if, if now is his last chance to move on, I think he would regret it if he didn't. Um, I think now, if, if Real Madrid, with Benzema leaving to go for money in uh, Saudi Arabia, I think this is his chance to go to a proper top side. And I'm not, I, I, if he went to United, to be fair, at least he's trying. But I just think if Real Madrid do come in for him, he'll win trophies there. Get some trophies to his name because they're a quality outfit. I think they've just signed Bellingham, haven't they? Yeah. And, I yeah, mean, let's not talk about that. But, I mean, Liverpool were looking on nailed, weren't they, at Christmas time after the World Cup and that? They, or that some very notable and um, um, trustworthy sources were saying he was going to Liverpool. I, I'm I, obviously we didn't make Champions League. Mm. Um, I'm gutted. He, I'm absolutely gutted he's gone to Madrid. Um, I don't think McAllister's in the same league as him. It's just uh, well, we'll see. But I'm gutted. I really wanted Jude Bellingham to come to Liverpool. He's he's top drawer. Yeah, and, and I will openly admit. I had a bit of a laugh when Birmingham retired his shirt. And I think with the rest of the football fans around the around the country. But he's bloody top drawer. He is top drawer. Um just just a quick one. We've got uh Connor on. Hello, hello, hello. Um I, I just didn't, I didn't see all the comments coming through there. Um Jordan, yes, boys up the blaze. Uh, we'll touch on that a little bit later. Um Dream Team Professor, the anticipation is killing me. Um, a nice one here. Cheers for all your hard work this season, lads. Fantastic listen each week and been a pleasure chatting Dream Team with you all. Cheers, Prof. Obviously, we we love having you uh, as part of the community as well. Top lad, top lad. Uh, Mark McKee, Kane's going nowhere. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, mate, he needs to get to Madrid. <laughs> get some sun cream on Kane. Get over to Madrid, <laughs> mate. I'm telling you. Uh, Kian Ryan, uh, Spurs are too selfish to sell. I think they'll make him stay another year and go on a free. You'd like to think not. I, I mean, you'd think Levi want to take some money in for money. Being a tight horse is Levi, isn't it? Mm. We'll, we'll Look, see. Without Kane, though, that side is. Yeah, I don't know what I'd do if I was Levy. What about what about Kane to Newcastle? That's a possibility. Mm. Champions so. League. Champions mm. League football. It could happen. And just Mark McKee and his Madison coming to join him. <laughs> At Spurs. At Spurs, that is. Oh yeah. Looks like it sounds like it's going to the two. But we don't know yet. What what they tell what the money are they talking? Because obviously Tillemans is just left on the free. Yeah. Has he gone to Villa? Yeah, un- under- unbelievably, yeah, because he's been waiting for like two or three years to run his contract down because he's been touted for Arsenal, Liverpool, and then he goes to Villa. So yeah, it's confused with that transfer. But the, I think he would have made it to a top side if he wasn't so injury prone. Yeah. Um, that's the, that's the only thing holding him back from you know one of the top. Four I don't sides. think he's got the stamina to play in a top side. He's yeah. got the quality, 
but you can see him lack, lack, uh, lagging in matches. He's just like, oh, like knackered. He just doesn't look fit. He needs to get proper fit to be a top, top, top player. He's got the quality on the ball, but you know, like nowadays, you've got to be very fit player, haven't you, to play in the Premier League at the yeah. top side? I don't think he's got it. I mean, he'll score wonder goals. He's a legend for, for Leicester for scoring that goal in the, in the FA Cup final. But um, yeah, he's just missing that fitness, I think, to be a but top you, player. Do you think that a lot of the Leicester side were missing a lot of the fitness this, this year? You didn't see that same like drive behind any of the players, to be fair. Mm. And, and it weren't just Tillemans. And obviously, mm. he's a little bit of one of the players where he wanted out and you could smell that probably anyway. So yeah. he's easier to get on top of. But I think from much of the first 11, they just, because that is a team littered with quality. I, I, I just never got it. Mm. And, I, and, and I think, I think when they went on that first bad run, they should have got rid of Rodgers. And then they had that little flurry, didn't they? Of mm. like a, a nice load of results. And I think <laughs> that's what relegated you. Because that was like a false yeah. dawn, that. A false dawn. Uh, I think he 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 ruined it by saying, like, we need to freshen it up in the summer when we lost to Forest in the FA Cup in yeah. week, a, a year in January last, you know, last season. And uh, basically pissed out all the players off. And then when he got to... They told him, I think they told him there was going to be money available. So it's a bit of a, all, it's a, bit of a shit show all over. Um, so once yeah. they got to August, then they said, oh, we want to, because they want to try and get into Europe. And uh, with UEFA being so stringent with the FFP, yeah. Leicester's decided not to spend any money in the uh, first part of the season. And it, it just buckled the team. Like he basically pissed the whole team off. And they didn't want to play for him anymore. Yeah. So if he didn't have said that in January, like he basically said they all need shipping out, he needs a new squad and that. He because he <laughs> thought he was gonna get a new team. And then when it comes to uh, July and he's not gonna not get a new team, he's gotta stick with the players he's got. You yeah. could see him moaning all the way through July and August during the transfer window. Yeah. And then Fafana decided to leave as well. Then that's when he then they had to they had to buy fault fast. And that's that's the only player they bought, and it just wasn't enough. They needed yeah. to freshen it up. So yeah. Then um, yeah. Michael goes. Michael oh. go, go. I mean, that that was a strange one. Yeah. Michael, you get after what you said, Ben. I think maybe Michael saw it coming. Well, Michael was on the Monday Night Football when Leicester played in April, and he was talking to Carragher and Neville and he was like, I've got unfinished business at Leicester. Basically, he was forced out the door because um, Rodgers wanted him out. And Rodgers was saying back in April, the season before, oh, I've got two number ones at Leicester. I've got Ward and I've got I've got Schmeichel. And Ward had, Ward had never played in the first team. He's, he, I think he made his debut at the end in during April of uh, the season before against Watford or something because he said, oh, I've got two number ones. So you just... Looking back between reading between the lines, he wanted him out, but Ward's yeah. awful. I don't know what he's seen in Ward, honestly. Ward played for he was at Liverpool for a few years, he was rubbish. Yeah, um, what, yeah. what I get from Casper Schmeichel was a big voice in that dressing room, he was yeah. a big personality. You could, you could tell, you can tell what Schmeichel brought to that team, 
And whether Rogers just didn't like it, did, did he not like the fact that he was a big voice or a, a big personality? Did, do you know what I mean? So, some some managers could be like that, can't they? they? They don't want they want their voice to be the only voice, kind of thing. So, Rogers, gone. No, just just, just to say it was the clashing because of that. Yeah. Maybe if if that's true, that he was like kind of forced out because Schmeichel leaving was just a weird one. It was a weird yeah. one. Yeah, sounds like he wants to come back when he was on that Monday Night Football on Sky Sports. So I don't know what's going to happen this summer. How long was he there? Eleven years. Eleven. I mean, he's got a love for Leicester. That's yeah. That's a proper bond. That that's not something like you just go. Yeah. It's not like it's not even like um, the timing. Like it just didn't. It was just nothing. He weren't going on to do. You're going over to France. Is it for Nantes or Nice? Yeah, uh, Nice. Yeah, Nice. It's just it was just a weird weird move. Like it never I never understood it at the time. But obviously now you've said a little bit about Rogers and and stuff like that. But then Leicester have struggled and they've struggled with keeping clean sheets. They've struggled with conceding goals. It's not because of the goal scoring ability that they've gone down. It's because of the back end. And whether that's through the goalkeeper or the centre halves, you've just not been able to do it. Uh, keep, yeah. keep the ball out of the net. We've got so many uh, injury-prone players as well. It's just like you got Ricardo Pereira two, three years ago. He was one of the best fullbacks in the Premier League when he was fit. Yeah, he's been in and out for three years now, and they offered him a new tr- contract last year, and he's he's took that. He's class player, but he just he kind of he can't play more than two or three games in a row. You've got James Justin's been out for like nearly a year. Uh, what's his name? Johnny Evans. He's just come back, but then he'll get yeah. a little injury and go back out again. Yeah. Plays twelve he's, games a season, doesn't he? They've just offered him a new new contract. His contract runs out in the season. Unbelievable. I think because they've realised they need an old head, old head about because the yeah. had Wes Morgan. And they gave him a new contract just to be in a squad. They had um, Christian Fuchs. They kept him for another year just to keep him because he's an old head. Um, There's loads of injury-prone players. Like you say, Tillyman's injury-prone. Yeah. Yeah. Conker said, uh, does Ben think you will keep Barnes? Don't have a clue. Um, It's been linked with uh, moves away. I don't blame him if he does move. But maybe because he's a local lad, he might stay and try and get us back up. Is he a Leicester fan? Well, his dad's from Leicester. His dad was a professional footballer. His dad plays for Burnley, and then he was born in Burnley. But he's actually he actually grew up in Leicester. And then basically, when his dad his dad's Paul Barnes, he was a striker back in the nineties, and he then once once he finished his career, he moved back to Leicester, and then. Barnes moved back, to, obviously grew up back in Leicester. Uh, sorry, Harvey Barnes grew back up in Leicester. So he is a Leicester fan. He's just born in Burnley. <laughs> well, look, look, look at Barnes. He was born in Leeds. <laughs> what were you saying, James? Don't mention the B word. We don't want another championship um, yeah. Burnley rant, do we? I'm not going there. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going there. Um, Baz Bestos has said Leicester should try and get Keller from Liverpool. Oh, he's, he is a great, he's a, 
fantastic backup keeper, but I think I think he, I've heard he wants to move on. I really? think he'd be a fantastic buy. I do. Mm. But he again, he's he's been out injured a lot this season. Um, but um, yeah, no, he's he's done brilliantly when he's come in. Um, we've well, he's the best backup keeper we've had in years by miles and fucking carriers and like it some of the uh some of the keepers we've had as backups over the years have been shocking um <laughs> I, i'd like him to stay but you know you can understand if he wants to move on yeah what about uh obviously just touching on the barnes kim ryan saying sure barnes goals is too good for the championship and just whilst you two discuss that I'm just have a quick piss <laughs> I'll, I'll be back. Right, back yeah. Go on, James. I, I was going to say, um, well, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It sounds like Barnes might stay, but Jewsbury Hall's had a. He's been decent in a poor side, hasn't he? So I wonder if if, if he'll if he'll he'll hang around. He's had a poor seasonish season, really. So. Compared to the, the season before, mm. um, I think he'd be good in the championship, though. Mm. And I, I could see him being a captain, potentially, yeah, uh, as a local lad. Um, but he did have a loan spell at Luton a few seasons ago, and they're mm. in the Premier League now. So maybe yeah. I could see them going in for him. Yeah. But would he move to Luton? I don't know. If I was him, and I, I'm thinking like he is because he's a Leicester lad, I'd stay and see how we go in the Championship, try and get the team back up. Yeah. yeah. We are a bigger club than Luton. I mean, yeah, there's no doubt about that. He could always move on the season after if he, if he has a good season. He can move on in January if if it's going tits up. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. I I wouldn't move. I think he'll be all right. Uh, Barnsey, I don't know. He's he's very. He looks like he's not doing anything all game, but he's got a good goal scoring record this year. He's got double yeah. figures, but. Um, where could you see Barnes going? I don't know. The trouble is, he's not he's not consistent enough, is he? Um, it's, some games, you know, you think, fucking okay, no, hell, there's a real player there. And yeah. like, other times, he, he just goes missing. Um, I think he's definitely got potential. He's still young, isn't he? How old is he? Oh, I don't know. 23, something like that. After yeah. that. Here we are. Yeah. Should we go through the season awards then? Oh, let's do it. Yeah. Uh, what are we? All right. First up, go on, James. Manager of the season award. So, in third, we have Tony, who finished 49th. Third? Third, yes. Bollocks. Because yeah, Aman finished in second, <laughs> finished in second place with a 41st place overall finish um and uh in number one spot um we have tom brindley who may have finished even higher if he hadn't been hacked so yeah fair play yeah, well, well played tom. Well done, tom yeah well Captain done team. i think you had uh, quite a hell of a lot of teams up there as well um i'm not too sure how many top 100 but you had a great season so yeah fair play tom Really, really I, have to I have to clarify this is the uh, Patreon members. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is uh, yeah. the manager of the season for the uh, Patreon members. Yes, yeah, a third place for me. Oh. 
better than kicking balls, isn't it? <laughs> um, right, Ben. Uh, on to the next one. Yeah. Most, uh, most improved manager. I think I've mentioned this a few times in the Discord. Uh, Lee Hooper, definitely. You have won this, mate. Um, I think you struggled a, a lot last year and you you wasn't doing too well. But this year, you've I've seen you in a lot of mini leagues, big ones, winning some big prizes. So I have to say, you've gone from conference to Premier League. Like, unbelievable, mate. Well done. Keep it up. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Uh, obviously, we voted it. James, what's that out to there? Are we doing the next one? Um, no, no, do you want to add out to the, uh, the Lee Hooper with the most improved? Oh, no. Well, no, I totally agree. Um, um, Lee, Lee's totally upped his game. He had a really good start to the season and um, he's cut out some of the... Uh, I think he's learned a lot from last year where he was making um, impulsive moves. Mm. Um, you know, just going, fuck, I'm going to put him in and then regretting it almost immediately. I think he's taken a step back and he's, he's been a bit more patient this year and it, it makes a hell of a difference. When one, one bad transfer in is two transfers down the toilet. That's the way I always look at it. Um, yeah. And once you've done that, you're screwed. You know, mm. you, can, you can end up being stuck with a crap player. So he's totally turned his game around. Uh, well done, Lee. Yep, definitely. Completely agree. Um, all I've seen are the top leagues that have been paying out uh, in the mini leagues and stuff like that. I can see Lee Hooper's name everywhere. Um, and, and I think that tells its own story. I think from last year, like you said, just making these mistakes and being frustrated with himself. And I think he's just shown a bit of discipline this year. He's still had his uh, moments, but he's, uh, yeah, the improvement is unbelievable. Unbelievable. So into a top manager. You do that year on year, you're going to start threatening that top 10. So, yeah, fair play, Lee. Well played, man. Right, James, next one. Um, in the moniest manager award category, we have Lee Hooper. <laughs> <laughs> ben came up with these categories, by the way. I just want to find Who won? Sorry, is that Lee Hooper again? It was Leo, yeah. I see we've got some fighting talk in the uh, in the comments. Aman and, Aman and uh, Connor are, uh, are vying, vying for that number one spot next year. Yeah, Aman. <laughs> I'm going for the manager of the season next time. What's that? What's this? No, if I get there first, Aman. <laughs> fighting talk, that is. <laughs> fighting talk by Connor. Stephen Holt has joined the stream. Ah, Hold welcome, on. Stephen. Oh. Hello, good. Can you hear good me? Evening, Stephen. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can yeah, hear you, mate. Hear I was, hmm. uh, I, I nearly uh, joined one of your podcasts a few minutes ago, so apologies that I cancelled last minute. Yeah, not a problem there. Nice to have you yeah. on. How's it going? Yeah, good, thanks. I'm uh, 
I was I, I spent the day kind of um I'm in charge of a few mini leagues and and also uh, a, a few that you're probably familiar with. However, I noticed that the Dream Team Tonic wasn't one of them, and I I know where they came for. Where are you? You're in, you're in one of the leagues. Are you in Packard League? Yeah, I, I, the second chance kind of league, but. Uh, Oh, yeah, you finished seventh. Yeah. That's it, yeah. Yeah, you finished um, seventh. Yeah, I finished seventh. Yeah. But, yeah, no, did really well, to be fair. Uh, I, I've got a, a league of my own, which um, I I won it. It's kind of embarrassing to, to, to win your own league. However, <laughs> um. I, I've 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 kind of delved into the uh, dream team world outside of what what I've done for the last twenty years. Um, yeah. The dream team rating uh, with, with with Gary, um, Chris Packard, and so I've spent most of the day sort of, you know, <laughs> giving, counting your winnings. Uh, <laughs> I didn't want to say that, but. <laughs> 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 paying out a little bit but uh but yeah but, but it's been a good year i i have to say but uh um I, I yeah it's, it's been fantastic this year to be fair but i love it i i do i i uh i i i'm but i i've spent most of this afternoon trying to fit you know figure out maybe what i could do differently in our in our leagues yeah. You know, because I think what I'm trying to do is how can I make it um, interesting for everyone? Yeah, a little bit uh, different. You, you, you probably do the same because yeah. I don't know, what I would say is um, it's 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 di it's difficult to to make to give interest to everyone. Um, yeah. because I, I take it very seriously, uh, and I understand the game, you know, the, the, the concept of price rises and, and the, the, you need to, you need to understand the, the fact that Thursday night, if you, you know, someone's going to go up 0.3. Or they're going to go down yeah. point three. You know that all these little things that that that, that after a, a, a season will 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 make the difference ultimately. So, but they, I've got fifty people in, in, in my league that don't understand that. Yeah. So, if if that's the case, if that's the case, Stephen, can know, you give yeah, me the I'm, link? I'm, where, do I, where do I join? <laughs> 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 you guys understand, and I do listen to your podcast. It's very very good. Um, and I'm in Gary Fisher's uh, uh, group, and that they have a full understanding of how the game works, and it, it, it's it's become quite competitive, and I, I love it. I love it a bit. Um, but what I'm trying to do is introduce that into my league. Um, oh, don't introduce that into your league, mate. You just keep winning it every year. 
<laughs> I don't want to. I really don't. <laughs> the, the most competitive thing about my league is 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 my family. The rest just do it for a bit of fun. Um, oh, right. But I'm still trying to introduce this, uh, the, the, the actual concept. I know it changes every year, and I, I, I said a couple of things today about how what I would do. I don't know what yeah. your thoughts are, guys, but, uh, um, but, I mean, you, you, one of you came. I looked before. You were really, really close to throughout the year, throughout the season. You, you were you weren't a million miles off. Yeah. Which one was it? Tony. Tony had a good chance Tony. of winning it this year. Yeah, yeah you, take you, a chance, you were always in amongst it. I always looked at your team. <laughs> I did. I always looked yeah. at your team. And towards the end, it looked a little bit too similar to mine. I thought, well, how can I How can I get closer to this guy? How? It was impossible. Yeah, it's tricky as well when you get towards the end of the year and teams all start to look similar, don't they? Yeah. But so yeah, how I would have made this game better. So, um, what, can you can you hear me at the moment? Sorry yeah, if I'm. I know what you say. I know what you're saying, Stephen. Um, about making it better. I think there's obviously everyone's quite switched on. Uh, everyone who listens to the podcast, like you say, there's a, there's a few groups. There's Dream Team Professor. There's Dream Team Rating. There's other things going on. Um, it's you want to keep the noise to yourself, especially in your family leagues. I wouldn't be inviting that knowledge in there because that might be your holiday money each year. I don't know. But that's that's up to you. Um, how do we make the game no, better? How do we make the game better, Ben? How do we make the game better? Yeah, We're going to be coming on to that later in the pod, aren't we? Got a few suggestions from our um, Discord. Yeah, we have. We yeah. have Stephen. Stephen, see you there, mate. Right, yeah. it's been cracking to have you on, mate. Um, we're just going to plow through rest at pod now. Are you are you on the live chat? If you have any questions, just stick them in there, please, mate. Yeah, absolutely. It's been lovely to hear from you. All right, cheers, cheers pal. Mate. Cheers, Stephen. Ta-da. Bye. I feel all talk sport there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I re- honestly, I do. I do. I'm reading Mike McKee's comments, and I'm like, "That's funny as fuck." <laughs> Just I... <laughs> anyway, right on with the awards. Um, right, now. The next right, one I... was a unanimous decision, I think. Oh God, yeah, it was unanimous. This, weren't it? <laughs> we we love this one. Love this bloke. Um, my missus is half Scottish. She won't admit it, but she is. She says because she's born in England, she's fully English. I said, your mum's Scottish. <laughs> You've got Scottish heritage. She denies it to this day. I don't know if it's because of this bloke, but the funniest manager in the Patreon is Baz Bestos. <laughs> and I think, like you I say, unanimous, unanimous. I love reading his comments. I love reading these little stories. Um, they're brilliant. Um, ben? Yeah, without doubt. 
especially the um, the story about when he went to uh, Munich with uh, <laughs> was it Ray Frovers? He got he went with the team to travel to Ray with Ray Frovers to play Bayern Munich in Europe. <laughs> he was a kid. He's literally there in the dressing room and that. So unbelievable. We'll have to get him on to tell the story. Yeah. Yeah, we need to get Baz on. He's been on once, hasn't he? Yep, he's been on once. He went very sensible that evening. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I gave him a pre-match talk because um, if we had the Potty, potty Mouth Award as well, he probably would have would have been a, a <laughs> <laughs> oh, top, oh, he's a top ball. Top ball. There you go. The Bayern trip was amazing, lads. He's listening. There you are. Baz, the funniest manager of the year award goes to you, mate. Top lad. Top lad. Right. And a special mention, because I think he's feeling a little bit left out, is uh, to the Patreon Cup winner. Because we've had a manager of the season, but. Our Patreon Cup winner was Alan Tatler. Top manager, great finish. I'd say second, his top, top side were 41st. They had a really good year. Again, um, I think he's solid every single season, is Alan. Um, I just sometimes I'm thinking just have them balls and go for it. But um, yeah, it's great to have you in the Discord, mate. Uh, you're a Fountain of knowledge, you always give your opinion, um, and you're very, uh, very well articulate, articulated with your opinion as well. So, yeah, does a fantastic blog as well, doesn't he? Post, yeah, every week. he does. He's that over at Fancy Great Football Geek. Really good stuff. We're going to try and steal him and get him over on onto Tonic, but we'll have a worry about that. Uh, but yeah, uh, brilliant season, now, man. Right over onto the. Um, off the Discord and on to we just have a quick discussion on the, some actual player awards and uh, just just how we felt the season's gone and and just to delve into our minds a little bit um, a little bit of football chat. Ben, an alternative player of the season, somebody who might not uh, tickle everyone's fancy, but somebody who might have, has done enough to uh, earn that accolade. I have to, well, there's two players in mind, but I think I have to go with uh, Kieran Trippier. Just unbelievable season he's had. He's been right at the top of the scores all the way through the season. He dropped off a little bit at the end, but he's been so reliable. Yeah. Uh, 31, seven ratings. Um, God, how many assists was he had now? Ridiculous. He didn't have that. I tell you the truth, he didn't have a lot of assists, did he? But a lot of clean sheets, a lot yeah. of clean sheets, and a lot of star mans. So, yeah, he, he's been a fantastic player this season for me. What do you think, James? I think, Ben, that um, you've given me a bum steer with these categories because I asked you what alternative <laughs> player the was, and you said unsung hero. <laughs> yeah, he's a song here because he could have gone for Harland or something like that. <laughs> well, I, I've gone completely random with my name because I was thinking he's an unsung hero who doesn't get enough credit. And I'm, <laughs> Do you, shall I tell you who I picked then? Yeah, I went, I went for Granite Jacker. 
because um, <laughs> he's turned his turned his career around. Ooh, good um, shout. And, uh-huh. um, uh, it took me ages to think of that because I was thinking, who's an unsung hero? Anyway, um, Joanna Zaka was is my pick in that category, and um, he's you know he's, he's he's gone from zero to hero, and um, and now he's and now he's leaving Arsenal. <laughs> Yeah, right here. So, yeah, um, which is an no, it's a cracking cracking shout. That um, is, is it on to Leverkusen? Is it something like that? Yeah, yeah. I think he's signed a pretty contract with Leverkusen. Yeah. He's had a great year for Arsenal, and it, obviously for Arsenal fans and for themselves, it's it's a shame it ended the way it did. But yeah, he's he's had a great season. Um, I think I went down more them lines as well, and I went for Lewis Dunk and. That's a really strange pick because he's a centre half. He, he's playing for a team that like, is not did not finished up in the top four. Or he, I just think for him to do what he's doing at Brighton now, after their transition to one of the top sides in the Premier League, and he's been there since day dot basically. He's he's been all the way through with them. What he's done, um, he still keeps his place in that side. Um, week in, week out, he's brilliant. Um, he's, I think he's very unfortunate not to have an England cap. Um, oh, do you know say. what's happened today? Go he's on. Had to pull out, he's had to pull out the England squad today. Uh, must be injured again. He was gonna. He was in the squad for the England games this uh, next weekend. That's just unlucky, isn't it? Yeah. What Lewis done? Yeah, he's pulled out. Oh wow! Yeah, that's a shame. At his age, yeah. But yeah, I just think uh, over the course of the season and the great season that Brighton have had, it's built on a lot of uh, solidity in the back. Um, he is an absolute rock. Great centre half. So yeah, dunk, dunk for me. Shout that, yeah. Sorry, um, your pick then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I said? Oh, he didn't have many assists. He had ten in the end. And eight star mans. And just just someone as well who give a big up is Gundogan. Because yeah. I think he has made City tick most of the season. And with, without some of his contributions, I don't think they did have done what they've done. And he's been unbelievable. And I, I, I swear to God, if they let him go on a free this season, why are they not giving him another two-year contract? He's got legs. And mm. It's he was everywhere crazy. last night. Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, if they let him want a free, it's absolutely crazy. I, I mean, I understand if they're going to want to start budding Phillips in. They pay big money for Phillips, or they're going to want to start budding him in and, and passing Gundogan on. But if Arsenal do come in for Gundogan, they'll have a hell of a signing for two years, uh, especially to replace Saka as well. Um, Can I just point you? out, um, on the last part, I said... Gundogan's the sort of player that will is is a good buy because he, he's the sort of player that steps up in big games. And he since does. He did that part. He's been immense. But I didn't bring him in into any of my sides, so there you go. <laughs> he has been immense. He has been immense. Like I said, them them goals in the cup final, and yeah. then his performance in the in the Champions League final as well. He's a big game player. Very, he's very, in my, very. He's in my best. Best team, and I'll eat 
as soon as he got them two goals in that final in the FA Cup, I, like my team went <laughs> straight home. <laughs> I was in contention in a few mini leagues then. So if I, I was yeah. hoping for a couple more goals in the Champions mm. League final, but it didn't come. Yeah, I edged my bets. I went in my in my first team. I went Gundogan. Second team, I went Silver. Then Silver died off, and obviously yeah. Gundogan did the business. But yeah. Um, Right, Ben, best signing of the season. Best signing of the season. Well, this is a bit boring. I think it's obvious that it's Haaland for yeah. me. <laughs> Unbelievable signing. Can't really argue with that, unless yeah. you've got a better one. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I put down Haaland's the obvious choice, but I'm going to go fucking say Nunes. No, no. <laughs> Casem- <laughs> Actually, no, I'm joking. Casemiro is um. Oh yeah, Michelle. He's oh, right he's that. No, absolutely right transformed that Man United side. Um, when he's not sent off, of course. Um, yeah. But no, um, I think Casemiro deserves a shout. Harlem would be the obvious pick, of course. Yeah. No, I like that shout. Yeah, definitely. Oh, for I said that through gritted teeth. Did you notice? Right. Conquer Grigio. Casemiro, sign of the season. City oh. would have won the league without Haaland. So, Thanks, uh, Connor. I, I mean, mm, would they have? Possibly, because they already had Alvarez, didn't they? So they might have done. Uh, Baz Bestos. Paulinho. Yeah, that's skyhead. That's his skyhead there thinking there with the tackles. tackles. With tackle bonus. Yeah, tackle bonus. That's it. One second. Dog's barking there. He, he wants to work. <laughs> hey, his live pods are not all cracked, cracked up to me, are they? One second. So, should we so go? We yeah, do flop of the flop of, flop of the season? Yeah. Oh, uh, got to be Raheem Sterling, isn't it? Yeah, good shout. Or, flop or of the season. Flop of the season. Got to be high on the list. Flop of the season. <laughs> one of mine's in my uh, zombie team. This one's in my zombie team, and he's, I picked him at the start of the season in a lot of a lot of teams. Uh, Jesse Lingard. Get out of town. Oh, <laughs> he's off to the fucking MLS now or something like that. Is he? What a bag I of think, shit he's been. Terrible. I think, I think for flop of the season, and this isn't my anti-Liverpool head being on. <laughs> oh, no honestly, it's got to be Nunes. Hey. It, has to, yeah. it has to be Nunes because of the price paid. Mm. I, 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 honestly, James, don't get me wrong, because we could be sat here next season saying he's been the player of the year. Because yeah. I do believe he's talented, but he has fought the season. That's not harsh, out. Right? He's only 19. It's not, it's not harsh. He's awful. A bloody dream team professor and best best off chipping in as well. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not liking this. <laughs> yeah, <they are. laughs> yeah, no, I, honestly. I just think for the money that we paid for him, you'd expect you'd expect him to be instant, instant goals. He's, He's unplayable on his day. 
literally. Oh, he is. <laughs> he is. <laughs> no, but I'm sure I'm sure he'll turn it around. But yeah, this season he's been awful. Um, <laughs> yeah. Are you forgetting all those lovely backheel goals and some of the some of those barnstorming runs he makes? I mean, he's only nineteen. Give the give the lad a break. He'll come good, yeah. <laughs> Is he nineteen? I thought he was about twenty six. No, can't be nineteen. Surely not. He's not nineteen. He's about twenty two. Is he? Or You're not nineteen. We're all there. He's twenty three. Oh, there we go. <laughs> he's not bloody nineteen. I like the Calvin Phillips shout from Baz Bestos. That's, that's what they all say in South America, isn't it? What? That's, uh, I'm 19. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> right. Uh, most improved player. Ben. Let me pull it up. I've got it on my phone. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> most improved player. Well, they've got two. So... Ollie Watkins, I think, has been unbelievable the second half of the season for Villa. Good show. Real yeah. good show. But also, yes. Marcus Rashford, where he's been so good a few years ago, then he did nothing last year, and then he's come back again, and he's been unbelievable this year. So, yeah, it's close between them two for me. Yeah. James? Um... Connor's gonna gonna cream himself over this one, but I've gone for Miggy Al- Almiron, who had a, yeah. a real purple patch of the season. None of us thought he would keep it up. Um, he did, and then he reverted back to type. But then um, I, I I think Miggy Almiron and um, also uh, Madison as well. I think done had a great season. He carried that um, Leicester side for a few, you know, for certain parts of the season. Um, Can so that would be my he dropped him through chat door. I don't think I don't think he's improved this season. I think he's just been steady because he's a good player anyway, but like he was be- a lot better last year, definitely. Oh, uh, okay, fair enough. You know better than me. Yeah. No, I have down uh, Joel Linton. I think he's turned into some sort of beast. Yeah. Like yeah, I, I, I don't even know. Uh, they paid big money for him, didn't they? Early doors, about forty million as a striker. Mm. He absolutely flopped. Um, he comes back and gets re. I don't know, reignited as a midfielder, um, and then and then turns into this goal scoring midfielder. He's been unbelievable this season, Joe Linton. Um, mm. Even off the back of like Bruno Guimaraes, who's been amazing for Newcastle, but when you look at a player that's like gone from nothing to something, I think Joe Linton's up there as well as I, I like the Rashford shout as well, Ben, um, mm. because I think he's massively improved this season. Um, but yeah, there's, there's there's some really good players that have. Um, just built on a built on a maybe a nothing season. Odegaard for Arsenal is probably another good shout. Somebody who's who's gone on to bigger and better things, become more of an integral part of a team. Um, yeah, there there are my few shouts there. But Joe Linton is probably my number one. 
Is that Harry Canine in the background? <laughs> yeah. oh, he's off again. Yeah, he's a dick. One second. <laughs> Shall we have a look at the funniest moment of the season? There then? we go. Yes. So what do you think, James? Well, um, if you'll bear with me for a second, um, this might... Um, this might give you a little uh, clue to what my answer is. <laughs> the funniest moment of the season surely has to be match of the day when somebody taped that phone behind the sofa oh, and it was playing yeah. the sex noises. Fucking oh. hell, it was hilarious. It was so, so funny. <laughs> Forgot about um, that. Yeah. yeah. They Paul Ince and Danny Murphy, they were looking at each other thinking, who's fucking left their phone on? And, oh, mate, that was fucking classic. Classic. Yeah. Ah, that's brilliant. <laughs> ben? Mine has to be pretty recently. I think it was Spurs away at Liverpool. And um, Klopp ran up to the fourth official shouting in his face yeah and then he walked off and he's pulled his hamstring and he's <laughs> <laughs> oh, I missed that. that was hilarious that was actually quite funny it's slightly embarrassing as well actually but yeah, yeah typical pop <laughs> that has been funny oh, I missed that one he's barking at the window at me now oh shit anyway my funniest one of the season uh, it, in fact, it included dogs, but it was something that couldn't go out on air. Um, I misread. <laughs> I misread the funniest moment of the season. I thought we were on the pod, and it's something <laughs> that probably, I don't think it actually went out to listeners. Mm. Um, it made me chuckle. Um, I think it made you guys chuckle. <laughs> it did make my dog chuckle, but we can't repeat it. Um, <laughs> Not trying. Yeah. It was a Chinese takeaway. Oh, God. Yeah, we don't talk yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I, mi I misread the question, but funniest moment of the season. I just, I, I like to uh, probably uh, ping back to um, Alex Ferguson when he said that City will never win the league in his lifetime. It's nice to see him win the treble um, within his lifetime as well. That's the funniest moment for me. Anyway, end of season stats, lads. Um, do you know, some interesting stuff going on here. Oh, actually, we, we missed all the slides here. Oh, oh, there we go. Um, end of season stats. Um a few uh, a few different things there. So Starman Awards. Would you expect Bruno Fernandes to be sat at the top of that with twelve? He's he's always had the potential, hasn't he? Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have put my money on that at the start of the season if I'm honest. Yeah. When he first came to the Premier League, he was on fire, weren't he? And he I think he was light up there. And then he had like yeah. a quiet season and then he's come back hot again this year. So, yeah. I mean, I've noticed he's always hit for him when Ronaldo's pissed off. Yeah. Yeah. 
never ever works. Ronaldo and Fernandez doesn't work, does it? Ten, ten, seven ratings more than anybody else. That's a, yes. a big one, isn't it? Yeah. What about third place, though? I'm, I, th these stats, by the way, were taken before the Champions League final. Um, so Rodri, he was he was high up last year as well, wasn't he? With the mm. with the seven plus ratings. Yeah. Um, and he scored a few more goals last year, if I remember correctly. And we were we were like, you can't put a defensive midfielder in. Um, yeah, it's an interesting one that. Yeah. There seems to be a lot of defensive midfielders doing well this year. I don't know. Like you Casemiro, said, yeah. yeah, Casemiro, Shaka. But to be fair, it's the Casemiro one, like with the eight star man award. I think a lot of them because he's actually been scoring quite a few. So, yeah, yeah, yeah kind of. If he doesn't score, I don't think he's getting them star man awards. He, he's scored more than what people would probably expect him to. He's got seven goals this year. And six yeah, assists, which, which probably accounts for seven of them eight star mans. I would get it's decent, isn't it? 13 no, yellow cards, <laughs> two reds. Yeah, he's had, he's had a cracking year, and he, he's like I say, in some stages, he's been he's been great having your team in little batches, but you've had to pick him right, Casemiro, because you could have put him in just before he red card when he was suspended for like the next three, four games. Mm. Then you're frustrated, aren't you? Haaland only got nine star mans. That's amazing. He can go like half the game and not touch the ball, and then he'll just mm. bang it in the back of the net. He's one of those, isn't he? Yeah, and De Bruyne, yeah, has, De Bruyne has taken nine off him, obviously, because they're playing the same team. So, yeah. only one of them yeah. can get it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like uh, Aman's just said on chat, Kane used to be the star man. Magnet, where is he? Mm. He's not even in yeah. the top five. I mean, and we could go as far as saying Salah as well. Where's Salah? Kane, yeah. Salah. I mean, we know about De Bruyne, Fernandez. Obviously, they, they they have that, and then Haaland probably expected because of the amount of goals he scores. But Casemiro and Odegaard holding out. Um, Kane Kane's and Salah. On Kane's on eight as well, but obviously can't fit him on the top five. So, but yeah, but yeah, he's he, just... he he's usually on double figures, isn't he, for the for the yeah, season? Definitely, yeah, yeah. Especially being well, he's the main man at Spurs, isn't he? Thirty-two goals this year. That's amazing. He's done so good in a poor team. In a poor team. Onto the seven ratings, obviously, like you say. You've got Fernandez there, who's 10 ahead of anybody. Mm. A, a surprising second, Rashford. Like I say, that, that shows the improvement in his game. Um, 35, 7 ratings. It's not yeah. bad, is it? Um, beating De Bruyne at 33. Trippier, brilliant on 31. Great season for Trippier. Plenty of clean sheets. He's been unreal. Um, any surprise omissions from there, Ben? <clears throat> well, um, looking for, well, not really. Uh, I can't think off the top of my head, but I've pulled up uh, FF stuff to see the the rest <coughs> of the team. 
Um, you've got Harry Kane's just under there. Uh, Jack Grealish is on there as well because he's just a seven magnet, isn't he? He's got yeah. 37s. Harry Kane's got 37s. Um, who else we got? Erlen, Erlen Haaland's on 29. Casemiro's on 28. So, yeah. Saka, 27. Salah on 26. Martinelli. Trent's, Trent's up there. So he's had a poor season and he's still got 20, 24 star, uh, 24-7 ratings. Mm. Solly March is the next one on the list. He's <laughs> 24. <coughs> but we still get a half the amount of Fernandes mm. at that point. Yeah. It's crazy. Crazy. Fernandes, fair play. Um, Obviously he, was, he was he was my differential this for this last month for Fernandez yeah. because uh, a lot of people went City block midfield and I decided to stay with Fernandez and it, it helped me out a little bit because he yeah. scored in the last two games. Yeah, that penalty in cup final didn't he? And yeah, scored the previous game. I think he got eighteen points or something like that over the. The massive game week 36. <coughs> yeah, the extended game week 36. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, top scorer. I don't think there's any surprise. Uh, probably expected it beforehand as well. Erwin Carland on 432 points. Uh, in second, Rashford, 301 points. I don't think we had quite expected that. Mm. But then in third, Harry Kane, 289 Fourth, Bruno on 283. And fifth, Salah on 275. I think that's the first time in like four seasons. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> first time in four seasons, I think Salah's dropped out of the top three for points mm. scored. Um, yep. Whether that's down to Liverpool's overall performance or just himself, I think they are missing Manny, missing a little bit of balance up top. I'm sure that'll be addressed in the in the winter uh, in the summer, sorry, and um, they'll come back a different animal. Liverpool, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Um, next got popular player. Obviously, we know all the popular players because we all own them. We've got top goal scorers: Hound on 36, Harry Kane 30, Ivan Tony, who likes to bet against Brentford uh, not winning on 20. Mo Salah, 19. Callum Wilson, who had a great season as well. Just a big up for Callum Wilson, 18 goals. Top assists, it's never usually any doubt who's at the top of this. It's De Bruyne, 18 assists. Trossard, <coughs> excuse me, again. <coughs> it's bloody cough. Um, Trossard on 13 assists, which is a cracking, cracking output for the season. Um, one more than his teammate Saka on 12. Salah with a nice return on 12. And Trent there on 11, which is um, pretty impressive for a defender. Uh, most cards, probably not interested in that, but most clean sheets. 17 for De Gea. Who would have predicted that? Who predicted that at the start of the season? To be fair, De Gea did... It was. I. I think I put him in all for nearly all my sides 
fairly yeah. early on. But after the first couple of games, when everyone's taking the piss out of Man U for having bringing in a, a, a five foot nine centre back, and uh, after that first game or the first couple of games, and everyone was like, "Ha oh, oh, ha, Man United are crap," you know. And um, yeah, they took the Ten Hag turned that round, didn't he? Yeah. Um, to, but you wouldn't have bet on that at the beginning of the season. I don't think many people would have predicted United getting the most clean sheets. But they don't. They had to do. They had to play it that way because there's not a huge amount of goals in that side. You've only got Rashford and um, Fernandez, really, haven't you? Yeah. Casemiro, your one, but not enough goals in that side. So they have to keep it tight. I think United could be just as is tight next year. Um, it'd be interesting to see if De Gea stays or not. Um, yeah, I would expect to see big improvements from Liverpool in the defensive side if we can get some yeah. decent holding midfielders. Um, wonder if Newcastle will... Can, I, I don't see them changing radically in terms of clean sheets, so that'll be interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah, Brentford with... Um, well, did, I'd see David Rea got 12, <laughs> 12 clean sheets. Um some debate over whether he'll be he'll be there next year. I know he's been linked to uh, United. I think he'd be a good shout, actually. I hope they pay £170 million for him because we've got a 25% sell-on cause. <laughs> Just pay the money for him. And then we can improve our team. But he's the top keeper at David Raya. Um, yeah. It's... Um, we would never have expected United keepers to be sat at the top of that list. Um, obviously, Edison or Ortega and always to be seen. Uh, Allison, even after the year Liverpool have had, sat there on 14 clean sheets. Mm. Same, same as Paul. Um, and Ramsdale, obviously, had a good year for Arsenal. Really impressed with him. Uh, I've selected him in the past. So I had a bit of an apology this year because like, he's really impressed me. Um, She's good. <coughs> Obviously, David Ray with a cheat, weren't yeah. clean sheets. Um, uh, could have easily won that if he carried on the form they did in the first half of the season, Newcastle. I don't yeah. know what happened. Mm. They kept conceding one goal in the second half of the season. Yeah, they did. They did. They looked a bit shakier in the second half, didn't they? Mm. I, I think that I, I think that just comes down to pressure. They're at the business end. I don't think a lot of them players are used to that being fighting where they were as well for Champions League places. And I don't know. I, I just think they're a little bit of a wobble there, but they didn't quite wobble because they did enough just to still win games and and tick along. <coughs> Most goals scored 94 for City, 88 for Arsenal, 75 for Liverpool, who again. We're saying like Liverpool had a crap season, but yet we've got Allison on 14 clean sheets. We've got 75 goals throughout the squad. Um, they're still, in dream team purposes, they, they've still had a decent year. Um, it had been on and off them at the right times and stuff like that, but still a decent one. Brighton, 72 goals, which I don't think anyone would predict that. <laughs> That's a hell of a lot of goals for Brighton. And Spurs, 70. That probably includes 68 Kane goals. Um, <laughs> <laughs> obviously, we're in for clean sheets, the cards. Right. Suggestions for improvements for next season. Um, from the Patreon, 
Um, we'll have a run through these. Just a quick run. Are we going to discuss them or? Yeah, we'll we have a quick go, quick go through them, discuss them. Add, add any thoughts. Um, so conquers on the point <laughs> system give midfielders defenders more way for points and sort the ratings. Yeah, they'd be great. Would it? We 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 need to make uh, the choice of goalkeepers and uh, uh, sorry mids and defenders. They need to be more attractive, don't they? Um, especially like say. Uh, maybe an extra point for goal scoring. Um, I, I think we've we've touched on that one, haven't we, Ben? Yeah. But that yeah. extra point. Yeah. Extra point for midfielder, extra two for defender, I think. And uh, definitely sort the ratings out because the Conference League needs sorting out big time. That's two years yeah. now where they've the ratings have been a bit scandalous, really. They need to get yeah. someone to come in and do the ratings for every competition. Yeah. I mean, if you're listening, Dream Team, I'll come and do your ratings for the Conference League if you want. <laughs> no problem. Um, but yeah, the ratings, then he's sorting out the gems. Uh, the, the whole conference thing is, is, is a piss take, in my opinion. They've got to sort it out. Um, either, it's, either include it or just get rid of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's pointless. It's it's actually embarrassing. I yeah. Think. I mean, everyone stays on a six rating till the end of the game or near the end of the game, unless they score, and then they fiddle about with it manually by by the looks of it. They say that they they've got this other company in to do it. Well, don't doesn't look like they have really. Um, they need to sort their shit out. Basically, it's a joke. Um, the people have lost. It puts you off. Putting in the likes of Gerald Bowen when he's in Europe, you know, if you yeah. maybe he's not going to get a rating for, for having a decent performance, it's, it's not right. It's not right. Yeah, yeah it's completely put me off putting uh, the West Ham players in. So yeah, completely yeah. agree with that. And um, interesting one here from Andy Varner: clean sheet points split for both halves, two points for 45 minutes clean sheet and a third of three points if the clean sheet remains by the end of the match. I like that. Interesting. Ben? I'm not so sure. A bit confusing for me. Um, A bit confusing for Dream Team, wasn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Confusing for Dream Team, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I like the idea... But, like, so what happens if a player goes off after 75 minutes and he's getting three points for just playing 20 minutes in the second half? I don't, I don't know how you're going to work. <coughs> yeah. It's a bit it could confusing. get tricky. Could get tricky. It'd be nice, though, wouldn't it, James? But you'd never be able to believe that, would it? No, it, it'd be too difficult to. And don't forget that. Um, <laughs> They they want to appeal to the masses. I think a little change like that would be a bit too in a favour of the likes of us, who who would be you know there's certain sides that always concede in the last last they they'll keep a clean sheet in the first half. They'll always concede in the second half. I mean you we would be targeting those players, uh, whereas the your your average player would would be like what the fuck is all this about? You know I, they wouldn't. Yeah. It needs, they still need to keep the casual, more casual players engaged. So I, I think that's a little bit too niche for me. 
Doesn't yeah. doesn't Telegraph do that where you have like a part um, clean sheet points if they come off the bench and stuff? Um, is it like I think FPL do if if you're there at sixty minutes, then yeah. you get your clean sheet bonus added on. Then if you come off <laughs> at sixty five minutes and then they concede afterwards, you don't lose your points. I yeah, don't think. Off. In, in Telegraph, I, I think um, <clears throat> if even if you if you came on the pitch at thirty minutes and your team kept a clean sheet, I don't think you get anything. FPL, you get you get a point for playing sixty minutes. Um, you you only get the clean sheet if they've played sixty minutes. Yeah, yeah, and and I think that's the same in Telegraph. You have to play sixty minutes, but from the start. So, yeah, it's a little bit harsh. Um, what about revert back to three or four players max from one club and stop the boring blocks and predictable end of the seasons where everyone has virtually the same team? Well, obviously, everyone ended on the full city team, more or less. Um, yeah, discussions? Um, I personally don't like this. Um, I'm actually in a mini league now with... Uh, where you can only have three players from one team. And I ended up on the last game of the season for the Champions League final having the same players as the, t- play- the team above me in first. So I had Mares, Haaland and De Bruyne. And he had the same players. So literally, I just it was a nothing game for me. So I couldn't, I couldn't win because he had the same players as me. So I, I don't personally like that. Uh, but um, yeah, that used to be... I think Dream Team, you, you only used to be allowed to pick two players from each team, didn't you, before, about yeah. s- seven years ago. So, so we, We've discussed this one before, and um, I think the uh, a way to sort of achieve what um, Walmart Statham is trying to say yes. is, is to limit the number of teams from, number of players from European teams. So, oh, you, right. have, so you have to pick players that, that aren't in Europe. Hmm. I think that would open up the player pool massively, hmm. um, and I think that would that would be a way of achieving the the, um, hmm. the different teams that um, that that people people want want to see. So that that that's a bit. Yeah, I haven't heard, heard anyone else suggest that, but that, I've given it a lot of thought, and I think that would be the way to go. So Tony, I was just saying, way to get yeah. the player. Was to say limit the number of teams players from European sides that you could if you've got if you could only have six from European sides you could have all Man City if you want to but you might want to mix it up I don't you know I think that would if you had to pick players from non-European sides um, have a certain amount or 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 limit on the number of of European playing sides then um, I think that would increase the player pool yeah. I think it's one that's discussed a lot, and and I I see I see both angles of it, but mm. I also think that by when uh, I don't know whether Ben's just said this, if you have a, a three-player limit, um, you end up with the same three players from that team. Yeah, um, that's what I just said. So it actually it monopolizes it even more. Mm. It, 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 it's strange. I, I know. I, so, what I'm probably thinking from your suggestion, James, is that you say, 
but not three players from a team, from European teams. And I think that will probably open it up a little bit more, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you could say I have six players from European teams, and whether that's six Man City or two United, four City, whatever it might be, yeah, that probably open it up more. Because if you if you if you do it to three per team, it's the same three players from each team that everybody puts in. Yeah, because Tony, you you we're in a mini league, aren't we, with uh, the free free player rule. Yeah, and you had to go different because I was second, and yeah. the guy in first has the same same yeah. Man City three players. So you went Alvarez, didn't you? I had to go Alvarez because, yeah, yeah and he nearly cost me third place. <laughs> I, I ended up finishing third, but um, I think uh, was it? Um, I think the last game or was that a different league? No, that was zombie league, weren't it? We had De Bruyne versus Mares, something like that. Yeah, and De Bruyne went off injured. Yeah, fucking hell, that's that's a struggle. Look, because um, <laughs> I didn't have De Bruyne. But yeah, um, I don't think it helps. I I know what, I know what people are itching for, and I just don't think that helps. Um, again, the pricing. The pricing can usually help, mm. but if you're going to alter, um, if you're going to alter the prices of the players due to form and stuff, it's you can manipulate around it that way and probably end up with a full city block anyway. So, yeah, I was just going to say this is like. This season, we pretty much ended up with just Man City players and maybe some West Ham players. But usually we have Liverpool, Chelsea, City in the last four of the Champions League. So we have more options. So this year it's gone a bit boring because everyone knows City the players to pick. But other seasons, we've had more teams in the last four competitions. We had United in the Europa, Europa League final as well didn't we a few seasons yeah. ago so we've, we have had more options before it's just this year it's gone a bit bland because we only had City really and maybe Bowen, Ben Rama that's about it but yeah. with the Conference League being so iffy with the ratings people have shied away from picking them players yeah yeah I agree I agree with it. right Oz has been on the assist rule is that it's not given <laughs> if there's a touch from the defender so yeah change that and I agree with this I agree yeah uh, that touch from the defender touching it especially oh. when it's just a, like you can't even see it and it's just yeah. you skimmed his shorts or something yeah. <laughs> so yeah yeah I mean, I mean it's only for two points because we couldn't complain about the assist only being two points so yeah should be yeah. three points that as well yeah. Yeah. yeah, let's hopefully hopefully they do some about that. Um, uh, from Gaz, um, an unused transfer to roll over into your next next month's um, thing. I mean, that's my vote. Yeah, I'm going to say James, you'd have like it. Like out it. of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I, there's, I, some, there's some weeks where you were just saying, oh, "I'm just burning three transfers this month again." 
I know. I yeah. I I would love that because then you could you could it'd be like having a mini wild card, wouldn't it? If yeah. I don't I don't I don't do the punties. I don't do too many punts. Um, so I quite often have players left transfers left over at the end of the end of the month, and sometimes you're like, oh, I'll punt on somebody just to use it. But um, yeah, I guess my vote that one because uh, that would that would make it play into my hands the way I play the game. Um, quite yeah. nicely, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Ben, you like that one? Yeah, definitely. Uh, reminds me a bit of Sky. I suppose Telegraph similar. Um, saving your transfers for later in the season for the extra games. Yeah. If you could do that, especially when teams have got double game weeks coming up later on in the season, I'd I'd really like that. Yeah, sounds good to me. Um... But again, couldn't be able to police it. It's um, we don't put too much strain on that uh, dream team server. <laughs> um, Twed with a different view. So basically, no offense, but all these suggestions just drag the game towards other formats, and you don't like them personally. Best change for me could be no lockouts after players have played, and which would enable games in midweek could swing massively either way. Are you happy in 28 points or a blank and a wasted transfer? Possibly two if went straight back out. There's a little bit of um, Twed. You saying about dragging it towards other games and then giving an example of the Telegraph. Because <laughs> in between games, I don't know if you play the Telegraph, mate. And, and if that is what you want, I suggest, honestly, get involved in it because it's a great game. So what they do is that after the end of each game, your player becomes back available for a transfer. You can only make five transfers a week. Um, but yeah, so it's like you say, you could have Harlan score a Hattie on the morning game, but then you could transfer him out and put Harry Kane in for the evening game and you can get your points. So you've just got to have a look into that, definitely. Um, I finished seventh this year. Well done. Yeah, it's like well third, done, Tony. Third, I, third, you need to in there somewhere. <laughs> third loser. <laughs> third loser, really, isn't it? Because I didn't get out for it. Our but, man came ninth, didn't he? In Telegraph. Yeah, yeah, our man went ninth as well. Yeah. So the disco, uh, the disco, were doing well, weren't they? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, Amon's a top all round, all round player anyway. But um, yeah, so Twed. Yeah. No lockouts would be nice. We know how much dream teams struggle with stuff like that. Like trying to time lockouts and stuff like that. Telegraph, Telegraph are pretty good at it, to be fair. I don't think there's ones they've let me down where I can't make a, a change. But yeah, would you like to see that involved in the uh, dream team, James? Well, the, the problem with that for me is that if you can make transfers between the games, like in Telegraph, you you then have to analyze the fixtures for for some sometimes like up for up to like crazy things like I've seen five four and five for ones. If, you know, yeah, if you if you transfer the player out in the morning, he's got another game, and then and the way the fixtures fall and stuff like that, it means a hell of a lot more planning. If you mm-hmm. want to do well, you've got you've got to sit there and analyze that fixture chicken. To yeah. death, um, so it, it means it's a lot more, a lot more planning's involved. And if you if you're short on time, 
or if you're hungover, uh, no names mentioned, uh, it can be a nightmare. So I don't, that's why I stopped playing Telegraph because I didn't have the time to do those two for, you know, those, those block transfers where you, where you're trying to uh, get all those extra, get extra fixtures in and the, the, all that planning. Uh, yeah. It doesn't work for me. I, I can see why. I mean, it's, I do think it's good in a way, but um, for my personal circumstances, being a borderline alcoholic is probably <laughs> not good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking. I'm the one, I'm the only one that drinks, drinks soft. <laughs> I'm sat here, they're only like 12 tin. And he's the same borderline alcoholic. Yeah, I, I, I don't think people will have heard me slurring my words on a pod like um, some other people. Did I cut all that out? <laughs> Matt Woolley, I know I've apologised quite a few times. Mate. <laughs> yeah. But it's the end of the season, I apologise again, mate. That was a promotional podcast. <coughs> um, yeah. Yeah, we get what you're saying, James. It does uh, it does extend the um, the amount of fixtures you have to plan for, definitely, and and yeah. how far in that in advance you turn the game into something else. Um, I'm good. Keep a safe point to me. I know we're all in agreement with that. I think uh, we've touched on that a few times. Um, as for any feedback, I've really enjoyed more guests being on the pod. Which we always enjoy getting to know, getting to know the community, having somebody on and getting to know where they've come from, what they're doing. Uh, hopefully, I can get on next season. I think yeah. uh, Scott was plans beyond the pod. Uh, not long ago, was it two or three weeks ago? Yeah, and my my missus decided to throw herself down the stairs uh, and break her ankle. Um, which was a little bit unfortunate, but you'll be on. Uh, whether it's not in pre-season, it'll definitely be within the new season, Scott. So, uh, yeah. Yep. Runner-up. Supporters, mate. Runner-up in the Patreon Cup as well, wasn't he, uh, Scott? He was. Uh, yeah. And I beat him. Um, yeah. We love the Patreon Cup. Everyone was a cup competition, don't they? Do you remember? Um, I, I don't know whether you remember. Oh, totally. What? <laughs> Let's start talking about your team. What's up? Because, no, you're laughing. You're laughing, but I scored the most points out of anybody. You win the war. And I never, ever, I never won one point in my group stage. Fuming. Aman, Scott, I'm coming for you. <laughs> there we go. This time next year, you'll be champion. <laughs> I will be. Yes. Yeah. Um, right. Uh, Baz Bestos. We always love a suggestion from Baz Bestos. It could be absolutely crazy. I'm not ready yet. Right. A suggestion. I would have would be to go a little bit more in depth on differentials. I know you already do the poll on players under a certain percentage you want, 
for maybe a suggestion could be every week. You pick a player for the next four weeks with a bit more context around why you feel he might be a good shoot and maybe comparing to a highly owned player who you think he could outscore like for example. If you think Son could be a good shout for the replacement for Saka um, and there's a 65% difference in ownership, will you give your reasons why? <laughs> Great shout. We're, we're yeah. going to do this. I think we've we've agreed we're going to do this, aren't we? Yeah, I yeah. think he's a brilliant shout. Buzz. Next season. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's nailed in for next season. That buzz. <laughs> so yeah, it's a really good, really good shout. Um, so the differential leagues will be dropped. Um, I think us three, and then whoever is the guest at the time, whether that's Fergie or one of the patrons, whether that's Kong Connor. Uh, well, I mean, we're going to have loads of people on uh, throughout the season. So whoever's on at that time when we're choosing the differential, they'll get the job to uh, pick them one themselves, give a reason why. Um, and then hopefully it comes off for a few people that take a punt. Uh, but yeah, it's a great shout, Baz. Uh, nice one for the suggestion. Uh, we're all in agreement. That's a, that's a top shout. Um, so yeah, cheers. Um, there's our teams. Um, it's the leagues now, isn't it? Yeah. We're going to go on to the, the, the final standings. Um, James, do you want to have a read-through of the Dream Team Tonic Cash League final 10 for 2023, man? Yeah. Some big money riding on this one. What's what's the top prize in this one? It's just quite a lot, isn't it? I forget now. Anyway, I'll read it out. It was... That. I think was it six fifty, five fifty. you In tenth, we have Lee Hooper. Ninth, Jamie Curry. Eighth, Tom Brinley. Seventh, Ben Lee. <laughs> Sixth, Tom Brinley. Fifth, Stephen Williams. Fourth, Tom Brinley. Third, Anthony Sutcliffe. Hey. Second, Tom Brinley. And um, hopefully someone who will be getting on the pod next year, if he'll, if he'll be willing to join us, would be Simon Davies. Well done, yeah. Simon. You won, uh, you won the top prize. It was a... Of £550. Top well Larry, done. isn't he? Oh, he's always yeah. up there. Um, always. Team finished seventh overall. Shame he's a Blackburn Rovers fan, but there you go. Is he? <laughs> I think he is, isn't he? No, I'm sure he's Liverpool. No. Oh, okay. you know, I'm confusing him with someone else. We'll have to argue over him. We'll get him up and argue over him. Um, yeah, £550 for top prize. Um, honestly, Simon, you, he was so close to, to them top prizes. He had so many teams up there as well, probably two or three teams watching him throughout the season. Uh, top manager. So unlucky. So unlucky. He deserved he deserved them surprises. Definitely. Um he went different throughout. He always took risks. Every time I seen his team, he was always doing something a little bit different. And hence why he stayed up there so long as as well as as uh, with that United defence, probably just that, that clean sheet for City just did everybody that last mm. day. So, yeah. And me. So <laughs> Unlucky Simon. Um, as Aman said, there we go. 
We've had it. A man knows his stuff. Simon Davis is a Liverpool fan. There we Thanks, go. Man. There you go. Nice update. Um, but yeah, uh, really well done, mate. Uh, worthy winner. Trophy and money will be winging its way to you. Uh, just another shout to everybody who's on that list. Um, if you've not DM me your bank details, get them across to the Dream Team at Dream Team Tonic account on Twitter, just so I can make sure your prizes are paid out to you. To be fair, Tom Bridges took most of the prizes, so there's not <laughs> that many. There's not that many bank accounts that you need to send to me. But, um, but yeah, fair, again. Well, we've already said about Brindley, he's had a great season, so fair play to you as well, mate. Um, the second chance league. Um, I'll have a read of this. Um, in ninth, we had Thittle Russo and Tom Brindley. In eighth, Lee Hooper. Seventh, Stephen Holt, who uh, made a surprise appearance earlier on, which were nice. Um, in sixth, Lee Hooper. Fifth, Andrew Tweddle. <coughs> Excuse me. Fourth, Jamie Curry. In third, Ben Lee. Wee. This and team John, came out of nowhere. He did. He did flew up, didn't it? Eighty-five points last week. Um, stole third place. Like it, was from tough, the back. it was tough before that Man City clean sheet at the weekend. Oof. Mm. And the top two, Andrew Tweddle, Andrew Tweddle. Nice oh little Brucey bonus for you, mate. Um, that probably softens the blow of uh, Middlesbrough not getting up. Um, <coughs> but, hey, we're all in the same boat, aren't we, Ben? We're all in championship this year. Yeah, yep. championship <coughs> podcast next year. Yep, that's it. <laughs> we're it. Twed, you'll be on here with us. Um, and hopefully by next season, if Liverpool keep uh, diving south, They'll be in championship with us next season. Um, <laughs> unless they sell Darwin Nunes. Anyway, the DT Tonic Patron League. Um, just uh, just first up with the Patron League, because this isn't the Patron Cash League. This is a bit different. Yeah. Um, the T-shirt prizes have changed to mugs because we can't... <laughs> When, when people win, we don't know what size they are. And we've only got a, a limited availability of shirts. So we've decided we're changing um, we're changing the price to a mug because that's a one-size-fits-all. And you probably get more use out of it anyway. So, yeah, if you was promised a T-shirt, you're getting a mug. There you are. Uh, so, Ben, trying to read out of this, mate. Yeah, 10th uh, place, we've got Brad Roberts. Ninth place, Stephen Broughton. Eighth place, Tony Sutcliffe. Seventh place, Wayne Foster Crouch. <coughs> Jake Bov Bevan. Fifth place, Mark McKee. You got Fourth yourself place, a pen. Lee Uting. You got yourself a pen. Third place, Aman Tatler. You got yourself a mug. Second <laughs> place, John Melia. You got yourself a mug and 40 quid. We and top of the shop, Tom Brinley, flower pot man. You got to sell 60 quid of a trophy. We hmm. days. Come on. So there's the table sorted. Um, there is one more table that we need to have a read through, I guess. Um, is the top 10. 
of the whole thing. Um, in 10th, Christopher Hatton. 9th, Darren Chapman. Joint 7th, Simon Davis and Mark Winnell. 6th, Harry Carr. <coughs> Excuse me, my COVID is getting worse. In 5th, Ola Wagner. In 4th, Martin Powell. 3rd, Mark Akrasa. 2nd, Carl Watts. And the winner of Dream Team 2023, Andrew Cadman. Um, really well, well played, mate. Um, well played, Andrew. Enjoy well that cash. Uh, I hope it changes your life for the better because um, it is a life changing sum of money. Yeah, £75,000. Um, well done. All the best, mate. Um, if you do listen to the pod, we'd like to have you on. Um, whether that's in pre-season or at some point in the season. So if you could just drop us a line um, at Dream Team Tonic on Twitter or um, at the email uh, chichio817 at gmail.com. Um, if you could just uh, get in touch with us, we'd love to have you on. I'll have a chat about how you did it. Um, but yeah, fair play. Really, really well played, man. Um and unlucky to the people that were just outside because it, it's a long season. It's so hard to get yourself in that position and you've got to take risks. You've got to do things a little bit different. Um, yeah, you need a little bit of luck along the, along the way. <coughs> Excuse me. Brad. Here's a little stat for you, lads. <coughs> Excuse me. It's, 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 apologies <laughs> for, um, but Bob Fleming has joined the pod. Uh, Bob Fleming. <laughs> Honestly. So the last, the last three out of five winners of Dream Team. Get this right. The last three out of five winners of Dream Team have been called Andrew. So if your name's Andrew, get yourself in Dream Team next season. So no. we've had. We've had Andrew Cadman this, this season, uh, Andrew Ferguson two years ago, and Andrew Carr five years ago. Wow. That's amazing, isn't it? That's Just unreal. looking back on FF stuff, like they've got the uh, previous winners on there. So that's yeah. quite surprising to see that. I'm, I'm going to change my last name to Andrew. <laughs> and he's going to have a do. No, but it's funny. So it's only took me 12 years, right? 12 years to convince my missus that football is the way to go. She hated, when we got together, she hated football. She hated me being the little hooligan I was and and <laughs> she just hated all the like, yeah, the drama around football. But since my little lad started playing football and since he started just falling in love with the game, my missus has slowly fallen in love with it as well. So now she's a City fan. And she sat there in her City shirt last night, watching City win the Champions League. But not just that, is she wants to do the Dream Team next year. Oh, no. And she even said, she even said she'll listen to the pod. I said, no, I don't do that. I said, I'll just give you, I'll give you like info. You don't have to listen to that. I'll slag you off on you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, 
But seriously, she she's she's doing the dream team next year. She's doing the dream team, and she's doing FPL. And she watches football every weekend. She so now I don't have any arguments whatsoever with her. So when it comes to Saturday dinner time, I put TV on. Like, what's on? Well, the Euro game, obviously. Football. She's not bothered. Who's, who's playing? Is what she says now. No. Well, I thought I thought we were going to go out for a walk. What's that last comment in, that's just appeared in the um, in the comment section, Tony? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey, and it's true. She is. She says she enjoys watching City play. Fair enough. It's Who only got like her City shirt, though? Well, I got her, didn't I? Uh... <laughs> she asked for one, though. I think this is this is your way of getting her to leave you alone when you're doing your transfers and that. And, <laughs> and I get to watch all my city players play. <laughs> Happy days, mate. Happy days. But she's proper involved now. Now she wants her own dream team. All right, well, fair enough. I said you got ten chances to win it. I said I said I'll even update your your team on pod. <laughs> I won't be making any transfers for it though. Is she going to join the Patreon next year? Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she should, shouldn't she? If she's getting, if she's getting free info. But yeah, uh, yeah, definitely glory hunting. Um, but to be fair, all the United fans that live around me for the last like, 25, 30 years, that's all they ever did. It's just there's a new generation of City fans coming through. Yeah, we all love a bit of oil money, says Con. And I tell you what, them United fans aren't aren't uh, complaining, are they? When the Saudis are bidding six point five billion for them, <laughs> it's true. Anyway, <coughs> right. <coughs> oh, God, sorry, I got off sorry, on a I reckon you should tell us the story of you going to watch Malaga on your stag do. Oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> I'm not sure you remember it, Willie. No, I do. I remember it well, actually. <laughs> so, so we get to uh, we get to the bar where we're all going, and the, the coach is picking us up. Spider, top man, gives us our season tickets. We're off. Well, yes, we're off to a value game. There, me and my dad sh- shirted up and ready to go. And we go. We meet this guy called Garth, who's also a fellow Rovers fan. Don't even met him then. Yeah, I know uh, Garth, yeah. Yeah, really nice guy. So he took us across the road to this like big pub that's across the road. Uh, I don't know, you'll you probably know it, won't you, Ben? Yeah, near that's the church. Yeah, yeah, in that church, yeah. Mm. So we're in there, having a few pints, um, and then it, I think it gets towards the time where the coach is coming, and we both need a piss. So me and my dad have gone for a piss. Garth said he's waiting outside, and we've gone for a piss. I've come out first, and then Garth's not there. Oh, and no. I've, I've walked down the front, and I can't see anybody. I'm like, shit, where's everyone gone? So I've then, like, I'm not phoned to Spider saying, where are you? Where, where's everyone gone? Like, where's the coach? <laughs> anyway, he, he says, uh, we're down such a, such a street. I said, Spider, I'm in Ben Medina, mate. I have no idea where I am. Like you need to, you tell him your street name. 
that's not going to mean anything to me. He's like, right, hold on, Tony. I'll ping you my address. I'll ping you our location, and if you can get here within two minutes, then you'll be able to get on the coach. I'm like, right. So he pings me across on WhatsApp his location, and all I remember is running down this back alley in Benham Medina. I'm just sprinting. And next thing you know, I come out at the end of it and there's just this coach there. And I've like got on and they've all been going, yeah, he's here. Like, he's gone on. Like, I'm like, what the fuck? So I've got on this coach. God knows what happened to my dad. <laughs> I, honestly. I can't believe um, you left you know, dad. You know, no, he said the same. So I get to marry you. And we, and we go to the game. We won 2 nil. It were all brilliant. At the end of the game, I'm like, and with all these Spaniards, I was just sat with a load of Spaniards. I'm like, I don't even know where I'm going. Like, how am I even getting home here? Like, I, and I, I couldn't find anybody. And I just heard somebody speak some English, and I've gone across to him, and he were a Cockney. And he's gone, oh, I'm high. And I've gone, I don't know where I am. Like, I need to get back to... He's like, yeah, 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 I'm on a coach, don't worry. And he said, stand there, don't move, I'm going for a piss. He said, I'm coming back. He said, I'll look after you. I'll get you back on coach. Like, top man. Anyway, he got me back on coach. He got me back to Ben Medina. How I got back from that bar, because I, I had a few pictures in there. I was wasted, absolutely wasted. I come back from that bar, back to the hotel. I turned up at like 2, 2 a.m. into the thing, kicked, kicked the hotel door open. I said to my dad, like, where the fuck have you been? And he just looked at me and he was just like, you absolute bastard. They're like, what? What have I done to you? And he honestly, he's still, he's still on about it now. He's fuming. You left me. You left me, he says. I said, they left me. Oh, but yeah. And then he lost his season. It's, it's all Garth's fault then. Oh, Garth He took you from the bar. You shouldn't have, shouldn't yeah. have followed him. Should yeah. have stayed with Spider. Yeah, Garth's Garth fault. When I see him next time, because we're going back there next year. When I see you next time, I'm going to say to Garth, look, mate, you've got lots of answer for you. Spider is sending me nasty messages. Yeah. Yeah. Is your dad going to go next year, Tony, after that? No, no, he's banned. <laughs> At least I got my season ticket back to the bar. Oh, no, man. Yeah, they he, lost the season ticket. Oh, that's oh. not good. No, it isn't. But then there was only one home game left. I'm hoping the damage was limited. But it's not just that. I was just like, my dad, what the fuck? I think it was because it gets discount next year on the new season ticket if you use your oh. season ticket every game. Oh, for fuck's sake. Wait, oh, <laughs> that didn't even use it, did he? Oh, shit. <laughs> That's why he was like... <laughs> <laughs> but then, honestly, if Spider, if you're listening, if anyone's listening, I'd have paid the difference. So if it cost him like 60 euros on the discount, I'd pay it, honestly. Just to make things right. <laughs> because I didn't want any of that. My dad just getting pissed and staying, staying in toilets. But yeah, I was sat there with this little trilby on, this city coloured trilby, in the middle of these Spanish fans. Who's Malaga? Who's Malaga? Who's Malaga? That's me. <laughs> Where Absolutely. were all the Giri army then? Did you not go in their end? Yeah, yeah, I was there, mate. See, you uh, just didn't. They all left and left you there in the stadium. Well, I think they were like further down in front of me because I don't know. I just walked <laughs> up into the stadium and then I had my picture taken in front of all the flags and that. I went to the bar beforehand. Do you know we had bottles and that? Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, I did all that. And there was some guy I was talking to, can't remember his name, but he was a really nice chap. I had my picture with him. And then, yeah, when I got into ground, I was just full of, I was just in between all Spaniards. <laughs> and you were shit faced, probably. Yeah, but yeah, but they, loved, they loved me, though. They loved me. It was only a, a couple of days previous, I was talking to some uh, Sevilla fan because they were watching them play Juventus in a bar. And he was saying that Sevilla and Malaga hate each other. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, all right. Well, I said, well, I'm a Malaga fan. And he's, <laughs> talking, he's talking to me in Spanish. I'm like, hmm. Right. <laughs> Why, where's Sevilla? I'm like thinking, Sevilla are nowhere near here. They're not, are they? It's like two hours away, but it's yeah. basically, you know, like Lan you got Lancashire and Yorkshire. <clears throat> Mm. Malaga used to be the capital of Andalusia. I'll give you all a history lesson here. Like. So, uh, Malaga is the capital <laughs> of Andalusia. Andalusia is massive. It's bigger than the UK, Andalusia. Yeah. Um, but that's the count, like the county where Malaga is, uh, province. And um, basically, Sevilla became the, the capital. So then, like, Ooh. Malaga hate, hate them. And it's like two hours away, basically, but it's the closest. Rival, maybe Granada. Granada's a close one, but Granada's been really poor, and then they decided yeah. they started being good again now lately. But then Malaga went poor, so <laughs> they've never really played each other. So they keep just swapping levels. Yeah, yeah. I'm a Malaga fan anyway. I, I loved it. Honestly, I love that game. I love the atmosphere. I loved everything about it. You're brilliant. Yeah. I, I just ashamed about the ending that my dad didn't turn up. Yeah, and then that the last season to get, but I'm sure I'll sort it out. I can't believe you didn't look for him. <laughs> what for my dad? Yeah, but if I looked for my dad, I'd never have gotten the coach myself. I would have just got a taxi, got your dad and got a taxi. Yeah, that's probably fair. Yeah, I mean, that's probably why you're fuming. Yeah, but I was like, I'm here, I'm in Malaga, and I'm watching the Malaga game. Mm. Yeah, you were you were you wanted to go definitely. I could tell, oh, but I, I wouldn't. I would not have left that pub that Garth decided to take you to. I would have stayed in our Benzabar, stayed yeah. with all the other lads. Yeah, we should have. We should have done. We should have done because we could have just walked up with them to the court as yeah. well. But yeah, proper, next time, he mate. Up, he proper stitched you up there. Yeah, he did. Next time, then you're gonna have to take us because you have to smooth it out with Spider. Yeah. <laughs> I spider all it, <laughs> No, they're all good though. Really good. Enjoyed it. Um, right, anyway, that was a, a di dissection. The differential league ended. Um, it ended on a really good note. Didn't it, James? <laughs> Go on. Oh, you want me to read it out? Yeah, you finished last. So it's it's weird one really because I think everybody apart from maybe myself has been top at some point this year. In fact, the community were top not that long ago, mm. but they finished in last position with 122 points. Um, Fergie was top a few weeks ago, uh, well, a few a month or so ago, and um, he finished um, second from bottom with 135. Then you've got myself in third spot with 141. Hey. Um, ben had 144, and 
this year's differential league, last ever differential league, I might add, um, winner <laughs> is Tony with 106. Come on! <laughs> Get him! And so Yeah, happy days. Um, yes. That was some pick, eh? And CISO, 16 points. Decent, that. Decent. Yeah. A little bit of a differential, as they say. Um, Very differential. Yeah, it was. It was a little bit uh, out there, but it did the trick. Took the other line. Um, but yeah, uh, as, Bas, as Bas Bestos said earlier, I think we'll be switching across to that format for the new year, for the new season. We've got some really exciting stuff coming up. Um, really exciting. Obviously, can't announce it yet, but um, we've got some really exciting sponsorship stuff coming up and um, a massive shout-out to Jordan Jackson, who's doing a hell of a lot behind the scenes for us as, as a brand and as a, as a company. Um, the Dream Team Tonic podcast, hopefully, is getting even bigger. We have a little bit of a rebrand. Uh, change of a logo um, so that means anybody who's got a mug with this logo on I mean it better rare it'd be worth a fortune in years yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh, we've got we've got we've got all sorts to look forward to in the new year we've obviously we've got the, the leagues coming back we're gonna try and probably run two or three more different different leagues uh, with a different take on it because I know there's a lot of leagues knocking around and it can get quite samey, uh, same people in them. Uh, so we'll try and mix that up a little bit. Um, we do have the Patreon Cup for everyone who joins the Patreon. Um, you automatically get an entry into the Patreon Cup, which is always fun. Um, unless, you, um, unless you're me, um, because it can be quite harsh sometimes. And like, you can not. Not, not score any points, even though you've been the better team, and it's just so upsetting. But yeah, there's that. There's the Patreon Cup. We we, we do loads. There's loads to come. Um, Don't again, forget the Zombie League. The, the Zombie League. Hey, I won the Zombie League, did I? Yeah, you won it, mate. Oh, even we had Zombie Nation to play on here. Yeah, they get bored again. But yeah, um we'll have the zombie we'll have another zombie league. Um we'll probably advertise it a bit sooner, um, get more people involved. Um and we are gonna have a play around with the league formats and try and make it a little bit different, maybe prize. Prizes throughout the season a little bit different, just to try and mix it up a little bit. So, um, everybody who's listened this season, everybody who's supported us through the Patreon, we do appreciate. It. Honestly, it's, it's uh, it means a lot to us. It's what keeps us doing this every Sunday. Um, yeah, and we'll come back with a bigger, better, and uh, more stream streamlined format for your next season. Um, a lot more live live broadcast, I think, as we've started doing uh, recently. I think that is the way to go. Um, so, yeah, thank you very much. Ben, do you want to say a few words? Or... 
yeah, just thank thanks everyone for uh, tuning in through the last few years, and uh, and like you said, all the patrons for supporting us means a lot. Um, yeah, hopefully we'll see you all again next season. What do you think, James? Yeah, thanks to everyone who supported us um, this year. Um, we will be looking at doing a free trial at some point for anyone who's not currently a patron. Um, so if, you, if you're not sure whether you want to join join us and um, you just want to give it a trial, um, we'll be advertising that. It will be for two weeks, um, probably in July, I think. Um, and, uh, yeah, just come along, get on our Discord, see if, see if you like it. Um, and hopefully you'll, uh, you know, you'll see the benefits of all the top managers that we have in in our Patreon. I mean, how many people have we got in the top 100? It's quite a few, isn't it? Um, at least five, five people, I reckon, maybe six. So there's some top five managers. Top, five top hundreds, I think. Yeah, there's some top managers in our Discord. Um, everybody's obsessed with Dream Team. Um, some great characters in there. So uh, if you're not already a member. Uh, when we kick off the new season, give the free trial a go and um, come and join us. We'd love to uh, have you on board. Definitely. Yeah, Definitely. and um, all the current members will be having July for free, won't they, as we, as we come in into the pre-season. That'll be all free for all the current members. Yep, definitely. Cool. Uh, appreciate the support. Um, yeah, it's been uh, an emotional year. Um, we go again next year, don't we? Some good planning. Mm. It's all down to planning. Get the first few months right, and you're right out there. Um, yep. yeah, we'll fly, yeah, yeah. Just make sure you're following us at Dream Team Tonic on Twitter. Uh, a lot of the info just going out on there. Uh, we'll be trickling that out over the over the summer on what's to come. Um, adverts on. Um, yeah, what we're what we're offering, and and especially with the leagues and the cash leagues and stuff, um, it's been another successful year. So, lads, it's been a pleasure. It's been a season of change. Uh, obviously, Rovers and Leicester will be in the same division. Liverpool yep. will be vying for the Europa League. Uh, James is over in Venezuela. Um. I think we might be making a few trips to Coventry. Think of that what you will. Consent um, to Coventry, boys. I think we might be making I heard that joke a lot when I, was in, when I lived there. So just thought I'd <laughs> sneak that one in. <laughs> Centre of the universe. Centre of the universe. But yeah. Cheers, lads. Cheers. Cheers, everyone. Social Podcast Network.